Ruach thou, O great mountain. Before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plague, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Shouts of Grace Center brings you pure and undiluted word of God from the impeccable throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. Precious Holy Spirit, help us to understand the wondrous truth from your word and help us to learn those things that we need to know even in these seasons of our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and everybody say, Amen. Let's be seated. God bless you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So uh, this Sunday is uh, Father's uh, Day. Hallelujah. And we celebrate all the fathers in the house, all the men in the house, all the men, whether you are single or married, we want to celebrate you because you have generation right in your loins. It's good to be a man. Hallelujah. Can we put our hands together for all the men in the house? Amen. Uh, those of you at the media, I need you to be quick with me. Since there is no slide, you bring the scriptures quickly. I'm going to be a little bit fast so that I can cover much this morning. I'm talking about fathers and fatherhood this morning. Fathers and fatherhood. Uh, fatherhood is a very powerful concept all over the scriptures. In the, book, in the book of Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 6, the Bible says, Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children are their fathers. In other words, when you say there's a child or there are children, the glory of those children are the kind of fathers that they have. And that is why our prisons are filled with young men and young ladies who have absentee fathers or who were not raised by proper men the rising of children lies in their father both biologically and spiritually people who are orphans spiritually or physically they have disadvantages disadvantages and there are certain things that have been taken away from them all over the scripture we see the concept of fatherhood and inheritance there in jeremiah chapter 7 and verse 7 the bible says then will i cause you to dwell in this place in the land that i gave to your father not in the land that i gave you in the land i gave to your father there's something your father has received either spiritual or biologically that you become a partaker of that grace upon his life and if you look at that scripture it says forever and ever so this is something you know that has been established and it's going to be like that whether you like it or not if you also uh, look at uh, uh, if, uh, Ezekiel chapter 5 verse 10 uh, These guys here in this scripture They have committed a sin in defiling God's house They practically defiled God's building And in the message translation of Ezekiel 5.10 He says God, God said he will turn families into cannibals Parents eating children and children eating parents Punishment indeed, and whosoever is left over 
I will throw to the winds. What is their sin? Because uh, they defile God's house. Said the way I will punish them is through fatherhood and you know son uh, and sonship. Again, if you look at Malachi chapter four verses five to six, we see that God could not bring the dispensation of Jesus Christ into reality until there was a reconciliation of fathers to children. And so in Matthew chapter 4, 5 to 6, he said, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet, sorry, Malachi. I will send you Malachi 4, 5 to 6. I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. I hope this message is on the audio. Please make sure you are recording the audio for me. All right. In the amplified version of that scripture, it says, He shall turn and reconcile. Verse 6, Malachi 4 says, He shall turn and reconcile the acts of the estranged fathers to the ungodly children and the acts of the rebellious children to the piety of their fathers. A reconciliation produced by repentance of the ungodly. You see, God is saying here, for Jesus to come and have a fulfilling ministry, there must be a reconciliation of the father to the children biologically spiritually speaking there's nothing virtually if you look at the way the kingdom of god is orchestrated there are things that the fathers have that those who are under them must be a partaker of in other words you are not designed to run with your own strength alone the race is not to the sweet nor the battle to the strong you are designed to tap into the strength and the grace of your fathers so that when you do that, you can go farther in life. Is somebody with me in this house this morning? See, the, the concept of fatherhood is so strong all over the scriptures. And anytime that the devil wants to punish you, he will isolate you from your father. Every time you fight your head, your physical head can go for it. John the Baptist became offended and he asked his disciples, he said, is he the one that will come or is there somebody else? And you see, because he was in a prison and he was not rescued. So he became offended. offended. Is he really Jesus Christ? This was somebody that stood up and prophesied that there is coming somebody who is greater than I, whose shoe lashes I'm unable to unloose. He was the one that pointed Jesus Christ to the humanity as it were. He was a forerunner. And now he became offended and he said, is he the one? And they told Jesus, Jesus Christ, go and tell him all the things I'm doing. Few, uh, few days after that, his head, the head of that prophet was on the platter by a, la- a young daughter who requested for it. This was, I mean, John the Baptist was such a fairy prophet that when he was in the wilderness, people were visiting him there. And when they get there, he will abuse them. Say, oh, the generation of vipers. Abuse them black and blue, and they will still come in their crowd, in their number. That means he's anointed. And yet, and yet, all it took was just a simple offense at his covering. The moment he did that, his physical head followed. When you accept God and you make Jesus, you accept Jesus in your life, you make God your father. Everywhere in the scripture, God is seeking to be our father. Matthew chapter 6 verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into bands, yet your heavenly father feedeth them. Heavenly father, he is our father. Come on, say, God is my father. Luke chapter 12 verse 32. It says, fear not little flock, 
it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom when you reject god you are technically accepting the devil and when you do so you make the devil your father john chapter 8 verse 44 year of your father the devil and the loss of your father you will do he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there's no truth in him when he speaketh a lie he speaketh of his own for he's a liar and the father of it so god seeks to be your father the devil seeks to be your father that's how powerful fatherhood is the kingdom of god the kingdom of the devil both of them are struggling so become a covering over your life now it becomes your choice who you choose so when you dwell in the light you make god your father when you align with the devil through lying particularly you make the devil your father that will not be your portion in jesus name Everywhere in the scripture, God holds fathers responsible for every spiritual aberration and anomaly. Every. Every. In Genesis chapter 31 verses 1 to 3, let me show you a scripture then I'll point out a few things. He says, and he heard the words of Laban's son saying, Jacob had taken away all that was our father's and of that which was our fathers had he gotten all this glory jacob beheld the countenance of laban and behold he was not toward him as before and the lord said unto jacob return unto the land of where of your fathers you have no fathers now you have no father right now return unto the land of your fathers and to your kindred and when you do that i will be with you you see it, it, there, there was a problem between laban who was more like a father on the jacob and the problem was that he was no longer providing that fatherhood covering for him and because of that god had to intervene i like you now return to the land of your father because right now you don't have fathers when you don't have a father you are vulnerable so when you return to the land of your father i will be with you a few things that we see here number one the frustration of pursuing a man who is not your father no matter what you do to pursue a man who is not your father you will never be appreciated never you will always be seen as a threat You will always be seen as a threat. How do you know your father? Who is feeding you? How do you know your biological father? He gave back to you one. So you want to look at the person who gave back to major aspects of your life. Are you following me? You wanted to do your wedding. The man joined you together. You wanted to do naming. The man prayed for your baby. Tomorrow he says it's not your father. So who is he? Your uncle. There's going to be a problem there. He is already a part of major part of your life. You can't remove him. He becomes your father. I mean, I had people over my life who are major parts of my life. And at a certain point in life, I wanted to move on from certain them. God spoke to me, he said, You will dry up. This one, this one, this one, you are joined together for life. You, re you remove yourself from them, a major part of your life will be destroyed. I said, Yes, sir see because we don't understand spiritual things 
So you start running after somebody who is not your father. You have no interface with the person. The person has never been a part of your life in any major way. You just like his message on the internet. Say he's my father. You are joking. It doesn't work like that. The second thing from this scripture is the reality of forcing yourself on the father. You see, there ought to be a mutual embrace. There's a mutual embrace. When you are not with your own father, you will lose favor. Jacob was not with his father. He was with another man whom he regarded as a father. But the countenance of your father must always be towards you. So you don't offend your fathers. You don't. Even though God's blessing was upon Jacob, he was not going to enjoy the favor because of strife with men. Number three is the finality of God's verdict in that situation. God said, return. Go to your father. That's the solution. Go back to your family. Stay with your family. That's where your inheritance is. I mean, you can't be living in Ikorodu and say you want to go and share inheritance with your neighbor in the third house away. They will chase you away with their dog. They are not part of their family. Even though you are best of friends, but you are not part of the family. Your name will not enter the will. Your inheritance is domiciled in your family. Are you with me this morning? The one who births you and the one who is constantly praying for you is your father. That's your pastor there. If you look at Galatians chapter 4 verse 19, give us quickly Galatians 4 19. He says, my little children of whom I travel in birth again until Christ be formed in you. These were people that Apostle Paul raised up and came to know the Lord. And then the second thing here, he said, I'm beginning to even, I continue to travel in birth so that they will grow and that Christ will be formed in them. Their character will be formed. They will become better people. They will enter into their destiny. That man that stands in the gap for you when you are sleeping and he's not sleeping and he's saying, Lord, bless the member of this church. Raise them up. Open doors for them. That is your father. Not some tape you listen to. Are you following me here? My children. That's why I call them his children. Of whom I travel. How can you be in a church where you are being pastored and being fed? And you say the pastor is not your father. Your father is one pastor. Zubu Zubu in Kaduna. Or in, uh, in Bedouin State. Or in Lagos. He doesn't work that way. Now there is a possibility before you join this church. You got born again somewhere. Oh beautiful. That man is a vital part of your life as well. You can't ditch him. So you relate with him. You send seed to him from time to time. That's how you relate with your fathers. With your substance. With your prayer. Not with prostrating up and down. If you keep on prostrating men will also prostrate for you people you don't know, strangers you will reap prostration from the market why are people greeting me, that's what you are sowing what you sow is what you reap are you following me here my little children 
Apostle Paul called them his children because of the responsibility he has over them. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 14, we see another scripture. Apostle Paul says, I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you. A father warns. A father is not your cheerleader. A father is not someone that tells you what you want to hear every time. Petting you. A father warns you. A father calls you aside and reprimands you. A father has the capacity and the authority to reprimand you. Discipline you if possible. Anybody who tells you what you want to hear all the time and is petting you is not a father. That person is an enemy of your soul. As, as, as long as I care to know. Because you will, you will keep thinking that your character, your behavior is validated whereas you are ruining yourself. A father can see father. He sees ahead. He sees that the way this one is going, he will soon die if he's not careful. So he calls him and says, don't do these things again. And even though the son cannot understand the father, but because of the honor of a father, he says, okay, sir, I will listen. And by that, he positions himself under his God's favor. It's not everything you understand that you should, be, you should obey. If I call you and say, uh, you, all, all the days of your life you've been sleeping around, and then you join the church and I call you, don't do that again. Don't, don't sleep around. You won't understand it. Your mind is not renewed yet. You won't understand. I say, ah, this is my life. I mean, I do this thing every time. But you don't have to understand it as long as you regard that person as a father. The only person you can walk in, the only time you can walk away from the person you call a father is if that father goes into error and begins to teach you things that are anti-scripture. Then you can gently, not in an angry way, otherwise you get punished for it. Are you following me here? In 1 Timothy 1-2, we see again, Unto Timothy, my own son, in the faith. There are children in faith. Grace, mercy, and peace. He was praying for them. In Titus chapter 1 and verse 4, he said to Titus, my own son, after the common faith. You have a pastor who's been part of your life for years, you cannot open your mouth and call him father. Because you don't regard him as one. You extricate yourself from the inheritance that belongs to you by virtue of the family you are affiliated to. Say, if I be your father, where is my honor? What you give to your father is honor. How do you honor him? I've taught you all those things, so I won't go, I won't go over that again. Now, the second thing I want to point out in fathers and fatherhoods is that there's always a melange of discipline and affection. By melange, I mean a mixture. A mixture of discipline and affection. It goes together. A father does not just offer you affection alone. And it does not just give you discipline alone. It gives you discipline and affection. We use this hand to spank you. use the other hand to pull you back. A father who does not correct at all will get into problem. It was said in the scripture that David never corrected Absalom once. He never corrected. What's the name of that firstborn? Adonijah never corrected him once. Said because Adonijah was the firstborn. Absalom was the most handsome. He just loved them, never corrected them. Absalom chased him off his throne. Eh? The throne of a father. He said, yeah. <laughs> because he won't discipline him. 
That's what I mean between a father and a mother, between parents, between the husband and the wife. One must be tough for the kids, a little bit tough for the kids, while the other not necessarily disapproving the discipline, but just creating a balance there. Because the children are very wise. If if if, if your if your dad spanks you and the mother calls you and say, Don't worry, don't worry, it's okay. This the child will start having a sense of my dad is wicked. It's my mom that I like, and that's a problem right there. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 7 to 8. If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if you be without chastisement, where all are partakers, you are bastards and not sons. Anybody that can be disciplined, he's not a son, he's a bastard. That's the scripture. I didn't say that. You saw that in the scripture. It's a bastard. Media, give us the scripture. This is not the scripture. I said Hebrews 12, 7 to 8. He says you endure chastening because it's not always easy. When your father is reprimanding you, you feel slighted. Your ego is bruised. When you are being corrected, but you take the discipline if you want to go find life. Say yes, sir. You can't know more than your father. Eh? You can't. The father who battered you can't know more than him. He will always be ahead of you. If you can if you overtake him in knowledge, you can't overtake him in experience. He will always be ahead of you. The spiritual father of Bishop TDJ, do you know him? You don't know him. You don't know him doesn't have a big church he's there but he's his father and he honors him till date are you following me the person who led bishop david Oedipo to christ a woman a white woman bishop is still taking care of that woman till today that's what you call honor you gave your life to jesus in this church you got baptized in the holy ghost in this church he said, your father is Pastor Zubu Zubu. Yeah, I'm serious. So, as a son, you don't seek affection only. When you are corrected, you turn your nose up. Like chimney. You turn your nose up, you change your face, you change your attitude, you come with some attitude. You are not a son. A son endure chastening. A son says, my father does not hate me. This can be hatred. It means well. This discipline, even though it's not landing well on my body, but ah, let me land. Discipline, chastening doesn't land well on your body. You don't like it. People who move from church to church are people who don't learn to take discipline. Immediately they are called there. Where's the next church there? Those are not sons, bastards, homeless people. The realm of the spirit, and the devil will deal with them. Rain will beat them, sun will beat them. Are you following? They will pick things from refuse ground because they are homeless. He said, The Bible said, He said, The solitary in families. In Ephesians chapter 3, He said, He's the father of families. A 
shows affection without discipline is abusing you. A father who disciplines you without affection is tyrannical. Affection without discipline will spoil the children. Number three thing I want to mention quickly. Teaching that is predicated on sincerity comes from fathers. A father doesn't teach you to impress that I know the word. I begin to roast keep your no, that's not a father. You, you are just trying to impress that you have revelation. No, a father teaches to bless lives, to touch lives. A father sees the need of the congregation, see sees ahead, is proactive, sees in the realm of the spirit the kind of attack the devil is bringing, and designs his teachings by the Holy Spirit to address those things. Not I come and preach on, 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 on pupit because of one person that offended you. See, the touch of our message today is the rebellious son. <laughs> because somebody offended you yesterday. You now punish the entire church because of one person. It doesn't work like that. Are you following me? There was a Moses before a Joshua. Did you notice that? There was an Elijah before an Elisha. There, were, there was Jesus before the disciples. There was a Paul before Timothy. Number four. A father exhibits humility. Devoid of offense. Philippians chapter 1, 9 to 10. He says, and this I pray. That your love may abound yet more and more. In knowledge and in all judgment. That you may approve things that are excellent. That you may be sincere and without offense. Before there can be a quality relationship between a father and a son. There has to be humility. Because sometimes the son will step on the toes of the father. And the father has to be humble and not too angry to banish the son forever. He has to with humility and with wisdom balance the discipline is meeting out because the purpose of discipline is not to destroy it's to amend correction does not kill Proverbs says it that refused instruction will die so correction doesn't kill it is refusal of correction that kills so there are times the church members stepped on my toes they just have to look away ignore so that I don't use authority in my mouth to say stuff over them just ignore like does not exist just ignore just ignore and then there's humility on the part of the son when he's being corrected to accept the correction and be able to separate the person from the event when you are corrected what you did was wrong you are not being called a failure it is what you did that was wrong it is not your person but people who can't differentiate that when they are corrected they become offended he doesn't like me he does not this no there's a difference between your person and the event
a father provides write it down a father provides that's why your dad sent you to school that's why your dad will give you money when you ask for it when you were still young when growing up a father provides and then when the son grows up into fatherhood himself he provides for his father hello it's not whether your dad needs it or not <laughs> it's honor so there's provision system that goes from the father to the son for years until it comes to stand on his two feet and out of gratefulness i got to take care of my father so the bible says in the book of galatians he said those who are being taught should communicate back to their teacher to their pastor of the good things they have been blessed in it is wrong for you to be prayed for and then there's a miraculous increase of financial blessing and then you just turn your back and eat it all consume it upon your own lust you did not even share testimony lest anybody will know those are wrong attitudes in the realm of the spirit it is, in, it is good for you when you are prayed for and you can trace the blessing to a prayer to a grace and anointing it is good for you to take out of that which you have been blessed and take it back to your father as a seed that is preservation of that miracle so that it doesn't stop any miracle that comes to your life or any blessing is not meant to stop so when you have a blessing and then you are broke next day that's not the plans of God the plans of God has you increased and that when the blessing opens a door opens that door should lead to multiple other doors that are opening so there's continual sustainers he said you continue to supply the wood so that the fire in the temple must not go out when the fire goes out the wood has stopped the wood is no longer being supplied not meant to get broke you're meant to just flow in that rhythm of grace just flow when you understand spiritual principle so there's provision number two a father protects a father protects you see your dad protects you when you were little when you didn't know your left from right is taking care of his protecting you oh, don't touch that fire there is protection the same way a spiritual father protects by virtue of the office he occupies he gave gifts unto men five gifts to the body of christ and one of them is the office of the pastor it's, it's an office to perfect the saints so there's protection when you are submitted under your pastor people who come with their relationship and say sir i'm in a relationship please pray for us we are studying they hardly break up those who don't watch it scatter scatter they will scatter it what's the connection just covering covering if you are not covered you will struggle unnecessarily if there's anything anybody want to fight in your life not your father you don't fight the person who gave back to you ah you were just a dot away in your mother's womb of which your father gave him the seed you now want to fight him and just as your biological father gave your mom the seed through which you were given birth to that's how your pastor brings the seed of the word that gives battles different aspects of your life you don't fight your pastor you don't fight the person you call spiritual father so there is protection and as the son grows up to, to stand on his two feet he begins to protect his father through his prayers as well he begins to protect his father 
he goes he goes into this into into the city and they are talking ill of his father he said no 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 don't don't sit down here around me i can't stay in your company you talk against my father no he protects because he's been protected see those who are protected will protect those who are abused will abuse a father provides a father protects a father preserves a father preserves see there's preservation under the anointing of a father over your life no evil will come near you just just like that because of a father there are times storms will, will wage in your life all you need is a word from the mouth of your father there are some demons that won't listen to you to you forget it they won't hear your voice but they will hear the voice of your father the man of god in this country i mentioned his name was telling another pastor he said come here get close i'm your father there are some demons they won't hear your voice i've dealt with those demons come so a father preserves going through some struggles that is beyond you and you can't overcome talk to your father sometimes just two three sentences away in his mouth he's overcome those demons when i wanted to start church in this city it was god that spoke to me he said go and meet so 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 who is my servant in this city go with a quality seed i wrote a check of 100k so go with a quality seed so that the demon he has conquered in pastoring a church 30 years ago will not begin to fight you i've never had that from anybody so i went with my seat and i did what and everything became easy you know that time it was just very easy everything wanted to do the place we took for church we paid 1.2 million it was just easy board the ac board the generator everything was set by the time we have our first service everything was said and for the first two years we didn't raise a, a single dime from any member everything see your father has authority in his voice elijah was a son to elijah elijah said i want a double portion he said if you see me when i'm taking up you get it if you don't see me you are done for there were other sons of disciples they were speaking to us Shakla, bala, bala, we are the one He's the one that was pouring water on his hand. And then he said, if you see me when I'm taking up, in other words, as a son, understand when there's a shift in the life of your father. Understand when he, he goes up, when there's a shift, when there's an anointing, a new grace. If you can see, the same grace comes over your life in double dimension. When you see, you, you, you are studying your father, you are taking a look at him, you are looking at how he does things, you are looking at his spiritual life, how he reads his Bible, how he prays. If you see those shifts, I come to church and I'm sharing an experience with you that ah, there's something God told me. It was a revelation. See, it's a shift in the realm of the spirit. If you can see me when I go up, the same anointing comes upon you. The same mantle will be dropped. Are you following me here? A father protects. A father preserves. A father provides. Number four. A father provides priesthood it's a priest is that number four priesthood what does a priest do a priest will take the sins of the people and sacrifice oxen 
to God so that God can forgive. A priest takes on behalf of the people, take it to God. A father in a biological setting right now has the responsibility to take the request of the family to God. Not that they are not praying. No, they are praying. My children are praying. Dunamis is praying. Dogza is praying. Dunama is praying. But it won't be like my prayer for them. It's different. And so, when, when, when you are a father and your children are still young, they've not reached the age of accountability, the devil can't afflict them unless you permit. As a father, if you say, in the name of Jesus, I forbid the devil from touching any of you. That's it. Because you are the father. You are the father. You are the father. One of, one of my daughters came to me. Everything has stopped for her. Nothing is working. Everything collapsed. I said, you moved back. When you moved back, you moved out of the anointing. I, it's not, I didn't do anything. I didn't cause. I, you moved back. Just come nearer. And she did. And everything started working. Millions. Millions came in. See, you understand how this thing works. They are deeply spiritual. Oh, I don't believe in any father for that. You will suffer. You will struggle. At the last, you will believe. Hmm? As I say, you look at your biological father. I don't believe in father. How can you sir, give back to me? Yeah. You don't turn your nose up to your dad or your mom. Irrespective of whatever they did. And they will not always be right to you because you don't see what they see. So, most times she, it was daddy that is wrong now, but you still must not be offended because when you grew up, you know that it wasn't daddy that was wrong, it was actually you. So, when you are still young, daddy, 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 mommy, they are old, old, old school, they are just old school people that my pale, no understand anything. Okay, when you become pale yourself, you know that pale, pass pale. Because your own children will do the same to you. Just between lines. This boy, come here. Let me teach you that. I said, you know. Hey, sit down, man. Ha. Hello, somebody. Me, Dunamis came to my room one day. And I, I just finished dressing up. He, was, he just like he was checking me out. I said, what do you expect? I'm not, I'm not going to just go out like that. I'm, I'm, I'm on the scene, man. I'm still here. I don't expect one old man that will now talk in one shirt is coming out. No way. I'll be 50 next year. You see parting here on my head very soon. <laughs> Hallelujah. Even though I look 30s, but the reality is I'm 50. Forget about the this thing that I die sometime. I'm 50. If I leave it, everything white. But I'm still a young man, praise God still a very young man. If you get on the track now and run, I will pass all of you. And we should go and do that very soon. You know that fathers have power. I will use anointing and everything for you. <laughs> and I will tell you before we start the race, if you pass your father, you, you don't pass, you don't pass, you don't raise the honor, you don't pass your father on the track. Hallelujah. A father protects, a father provides, a father preserves, a father is a priest 
And then a father is a prophet. That's the last thing as we close. A father is a prophet. The prophet receives words and instructions from the Lord to the people. As a, as a, as a head of the house, as a father, because the eyes are located in the head, you are the one that should provide the navigation system for the family. You provide the navigation system for the church, for the family. And then you bring instructions from the Lord to the people so that they will follow. So a father is prophetic. I can say something jokingly and yet it's prophetic. So you learn to be sensitive. Because for me, you should know my personality. I'm not the kind of person that, you know, say, come here. The word of the Lord. I, I don't know how to do that. So I would, I would just be talking, I would say it in passing. Just be sensitive to pick those words. Alright? It's prophetic. Like one day I was talking to Elizabeth. 2016. Just joined the church a few weeks back. Came to our house. And I looked at her and said, I'm going to preach at a wedding. And she looked at me. I said, it's not likely to be possible. My mom is the usher in our church. Da, 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 da. Well, our wedding is next Thursday and I'm preaching. It's prophetic. I went to preach in the Boomer Show. 2014. Is it 2015, 2016? No, 2015, 2014. And a group of people were serving us after I finished meeting. They were serving us food. One of them was Mrs. Fatu Kumbo. Meeting her for the first time. Now look at her and say, I'm going to preach at your wedding. Well, by 2017, I preached at a wedding. Glory to God. And she was still a student at the time when I told her. He's, see, a, a father knows things. God sent manna to the children of Israel. They didn't know his manna. He said, what is this? Is it powder? Is it this? They were asking for food. God sent food. They didn't know. It was Moses, their prophet, that said, that is food. Sometimes take your prophet to show you there is food there. Try that business. Do this. And I've done that for a couple of people. Even though they never came back to acknowledge. I've said, check this thing out. Follow it. There's, there's food for you there. Rise upon your feet this morning. Glory to God. Did you get blessed? Go ahead and talk to the Lord this morning. Our time is up. Talk to the Lord. I'll be a good son in the house. And I'll be a good father to my children. Come on, talk to the Lord. Because when you're a good son, you, you discover as, as time goes on, you also become a father. And when you become a father, you are even still a son to your father. And that's how it works. Now, I saw a, 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 a video of Bishop Oedipo and his wife. And they went to greet that their day boy on his birthday. And they were doing like this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, even though at this level that he has churches across the world and he's a father of general vassiers, he still goes to say, yes, sir, to another father. That's how it works in the kingdom of God. What do you have that you want to say you have passed your father? You don't pass anybody. You submit yourself, you humble yourself. And as you do so, God begins to exalt you. He resisted the proud. He giveth grace to the humble. May you receive grace in the name of Jesus. May the eyes of your understanding be open to see the wondrous truth that the Holy Spirit has taught us this morning. In life, you will not wonder. 
in the name of Jesus. You will not be homeless. God will locate you. God will help you. Everything you need in life, I declare as a father, receive in the name of Jesus. What the fathers ask is called the blessing. The father's blessing. I release the blessing of God into your life. In Jesus' name we pray. Glory to God. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Ensure you post. Ensure you post. If you are here this morning and you have not given your life to Jesus, I would like to present us an opportunity to do so. It is the greatest decision you will ever take in your life. If you are making that decision this morning, say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I declare you died for my sin. You rose up on a third day. From today, I'm a new creature. All things have passed away. All things have become new. In Jesus' name. Congratulations if you prayed that prayer. Welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to God's kingdom. Please kindly leave a comment or send us a message on any of our social media handles so that we can send you the relevant materials. God bless you. This message is brought to you by Junamis and Sophia and part of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, Shouts of God Center, Jesus and Hope's Club, an online ministry to singles and married couples. Connect with us on Instagram at Pastor Dunamis, at Pastor Sophia Bola, at Shouts of Grace Center, at KC underscore global, on Facebook at KC Global, on YouTube at Dunamis Tunde Noah, on MixLR at KC Global. Visit our website www.kcsandhooks.com via our mail at kcpartners at gmail.com to partner with us kissesandhawks.com slash partnership God bless you